0: action pack awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of Human affairs or dma and check it out right now yo
1: yo it's time to talk that sports talk with cooper and big man People, people, and big men talking Talking People Talking for us Time to tackle this beat Don't ever count us out cause we always kicking out We go off with people and put the smack down on the street New desperado's in town We going all elite Mr. Brown got a triple-double on him Something like OG slam-ducking on him We got what you want We got what you need We bringing the heat You want to talk this and that And well, we want that Hall of Fame shot. You always see us swinging for the fences So watch out, ladies and gents Cause we hitting the last strategy fifth section And you know we gonna keep you guessing Tag teaming on these haters Sending up blessings We're gonna keep praying for you Cause you know that old saying Don't hate the player, hate the game See that's the thing that separates us We're on that road to greatness And there ain't no stopping us We them go-getters and we're gonna go get it Shutting it down like a no hitter With three balls and two strikes Two away We're throwing that splitter You never seen it coming Something like an arcade, whoa. We gotta keep the crowd jumping. And if you ain't down with that, we got four words for you. talking sports. Cause it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man.
0: Welcome back once again. It is sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. As always, Cooper me, Cooper me, Cooper is joining me. <laughs> What's up, guys? How's everybody doing tonight? Better than I am. Apparently, I can't speak English. Hope <laughs>
2: everybody's having a good Saturday, and we got some wrestling talk for you. Woo!
0: It is time. Let's get into it, brother. Let's do it, man. We're gonna start off with Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw. Sure. All right. First off, we had Jeff Hardy taking on Elias in a Symphony of Destruction match. and a rivalry that continues to take note, pun intended, Hardy and Elias took, a matter, took the matter to a hopefully a great concerto with the Symphony of Destruction. They crushed guitars, drums, violins, and many more. The match did have a momentary break from uh, from itself when the uh, 24-7 mob chasing R-Truth, who was found to be hiding in a piano. <laughs> that was fun.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, it would be, though, the charismatic Enigma who would swanton bomb his way to victory. Koopa, your thoughts on this match? Jeff Hardy, man. Hardy. Anything
2: with Jeff Hardy is extreme, brother. Absolutely, man. And
0: uh, should we just spill the beans while we're on Jeff Hardy? Sure. So, Christmas is coming up. December 17th, though, is a little bit before Christmas, and a gift for my brother, Cooper, from me was to get to meet jeff hardy which he will december 17th at the jacksonville music hall dude this is gonna be
2: amazing and you know i don't blame him i mean eventually i probably would have spilled the beans too so i appreciate it brother i cannot wait we're gonna have a great time and Get to meet one of my childhood, you know, idols. So that's pretty cool,
0: dude. Absolutely, man. It's gonna be fun. Uh, Jeff Hardy's also will be performing as well with his. Yes, band. that's gonna be awesome, dude. So it's gonna be a great night. All right, next up we have Slapjack taking on Ricochet. Ricochet continues his battles of retribution as he took on Slapjack. However, the high flyer would have to take on a horde of Ali, Mace, and T-Bar coming to the aid of Slapjack. Uh, there was a whole bunch of chaos going happen, happening outside on uh, ringside, and Slapjack was able to use this distraction to surprise Ricochet and secure a victory. Your thoughts?
2: Uh, retribution, dude. I just I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't care. I don't really care for this this faction. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a bunch of people kind of thrown together and go, hey, here here you go. Put on some scary masks, go out there, and yeah. You know.
0: Yeah. Well, whatever. Alright, it is what it is with that one. Alright, next up we had Oscar and Lana teaming up to take on Nia Jackson, and Shayna Baszler. Jackson and Baszler were dominating most of this match. And just when it seemed like victory was all but assured, with Baszler locking Lana in in a uh, Kirafuda cut. Kirafuda? I don't know it when i watched the video it sounded like they said coquina clutch to me honestly it's like a coquina clutch basically um and had lana locked into the coquina clutch we're just gonna go with that however oscar would nail baszler in the back with a sliding kick that broke the hold lana would crawl over baszler and pick up the pinfall
2: your thoughts lana lana everything lana 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 you love this uh, I love Lana's TikToks, so that's for sure.
0: <laughs> Who doesn't? Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, man, next up we had Cedric Alexander taking on Xavier Woods. In a one-on-one match featuring the Hurt Businesses, Alexander and the New Day's Woods, it would see Alexander victorious despite Woods holding his own. However, despite the victory, MVP and Shelton Benjamin didn't seem too impressed with Alexander and his showboatingness um after the victory. So, your thoughts on... The new day in uh, hurt business, continuing their little rivalry.
2: I like Alexander. It, it really is just not cool to see him with the hurt business.
0: Um, but I, I, I
2: see, I kind of see the the move for his career mm-hmm. to surround himself around guys like that. So, I mean, I get it. Yeah, uh, and uh, he's just better watch his back because they uh, they they ain't gonna end it kindly with him. I don't think.
0: Right. It could be a, a unceremonious dump. We've seen those before. Uh, evolution. Uh, yeah. Uh, Shield. <coughs> <chill. coughs> yeah. Excuse me. Pardon there we go, right? uh, Oh wait. Uh, legacy.
2: <coughs> <laughs> yeah, but the fact that they're already they're already feuding kind of really,
0: that's early. Yeah.
2: It's like you guys are just too egotistical. Yeah. At least you know with evolution. Mm-hmm. They had some of the biggest egos in the industry, right? But they, they all put it aside.
0: For as long and, as they could. For as long as
2: they could, which was pretty awesome. So
0: Yep. All right, next up we had AJ Styles taking on Keith Lee and Riddle, and Riddle in a sudden death triple threat match for the title opportunity against Drew McIntyre. AJ Styles would use the savvy veteran skills to take advantage of Riddle, catching him with a phenomenal forearm, and book his ticket. Um, to a match with Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship at WWTLC.
2: This is going to be a good match, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I want to see that. Like, AJ Styles and Drew McIntyre. Yeah. I just want to see Drew McIntyre beat the shit out of AJ Styles, but, <laughs> right, you know, it is what it is.
0: Yeah. Next up, we have Dana Brooke taking on Reckoning. Uh, Reckoning is part of Retribution. Uh, after being attacked and costing her a chance at being on the Survivor Series team, Brooke took uh, her frustrations out on Reckoning, her attacker. Uh, Brooke would gain a quick pinfall, and Ali would berate Reckoning, saying Retribution doesn't fail. Cooper, your thoughts.
2: Mm. I really don't care about Retribution. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what do you
0: think? I mean... It, I don't know. It's really a weird thing. We knew eventually at some point they were going to have to have Mustafa Ali back in WWE not just having him appear at the Saudi Arabia events or everything else like that. It just really sucks because,
2: you know, I like Mustafa Ali. I I mean, the direction they're going with him is just like total total AWOL. it. I'm like, what is this?
0: Right now he should be looking at at least competing in the mid-card championship ranks, and he's not, and it's really dumb. Yeah. Of course, you also have to get rid of a guy who's supposed to be in the main title hunt off the mid-card title right now. Otherwise, that's just going to be... Murder. She wrote. for don't oh, even
2: you know why he's not in the in the main title, huh? I mean, Bobby Lashley.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, when he was with TNA, that's all he was about was that World Heavyweight Title. Well, that's all he was about when he was on the uh, ECW brand. Yeah. So it's like,
2: what are they doing with him? I mean, I don't get it. I was so excited to see him come back because I thought we were gonna get to see him versus Brock Lesnar.
0: Yeah, and well, that's the reason why he came back. He was yeah. promised Brock Lesnar, and then and they knew, and not didn't <laughs> deliver. All right, man, next up, and finally for Monday Night Raw, Drew McIntyre and Sheamus take on The Miz and Morrison. In a match that would feature the brute strength of McIntyre and Sheamus taking on the savvy skills of the dirt sheets Miz and Morrison, it started off appearing that the brute strength would be what it takes to win the match. However, The Miz and Morrison savvy did come in handy and looked to be closing in on a victory. Unfortunately for The Miz and Morrison, AJ Styles would interject himself into the match by nailing a phenomenal forum on McIntyre, causing the disqualification. Styles would then try to get the Miz to cash in money in the bank on McIntyre, but with the chaos that was stemmed from the DQ, McIntyre managed to recover and chased off both the Miz and AJ Styles, who was carried off by Omos.
2: Man, dude. Yeah, uh, this this love triangle thing they got going on is like, it's never ending. Like, the Miz is just going to keep this going. I think he's going to... Probably keep it going all the way to WrestleMania because... It could. I mean, he's a smart guy, so
0: we'll see what happens. Either that, or he could be sending... I don't know, it would be really dumb to take the title off McIntyre right now, but with this, it almost sets up where AJ kind of tried to use the Miz to cash in on uh, McIntyre, where McIntyre may just lay waste to AJ Styles, who could end up being champion, and then Miz cashing in for what happened on Monday night. Yeah that's a good storyline there brother
2: yeah So that's always we'll s- a possibility we'll see what happens man we will alright man we're ready to move
0: on to dynamite oh yes dynamite alright man well, here we go let's do it we're gonna start off of course with the dynamite diamond battle royale the last two remaining wrestlers battled next week for the dynamite diamond ring the last two remaining combatants were orange cassidy and mjf this match featured uh, miro jeff hardy I mean, sorry, wrong Hardy, Now Hardy. Let's get the right Hardy there. I'm so excited about Jeff. I just, I'm just gonna insert Jeff and over any Hardy. Jeff, his name is Jeff. <laughs> My name is Jeff. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Se- uh, featured Sammy Guevara, Adam Hangman Page, Sean Spears, Jungle Boy, and Matt Sydal, just to name a few of the key wrestlers in this match. In the end, when uh, Orange Cassidy was outnumbered two to one against MJF and Wardlow, it didn't look good for him at all. However, Cassidy managed to orange punch both Wardlow and MJF. And eliminate Wardlow, leaving himself and MJF to face off next week on Dynamite. Your thoughts?
2: Uh, well, I mean, you know, MJF won the won the uh, ring
0: last year.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, the first inaugural mm-hmm. Diamond Battle Royal. So, I mean, it's kind of cool to see him actually in the in the you know final two to actually. Pretty much defend his his ring, you know
0: what I'm saying. What I do like though is this doesn't end um, Wardlow and MJF because obviously if you have Wardlow versus MJF, this is kind of really going to be their falling out. Keeping yes. M, uh, Wardlow as his technically ballet muscle bodyguard, whatever you want to say. He oh, is. but
2: you could see you could see it there at one point during the match. Uh, I think MJF was bumped into Wardlow, mm-hmm. and Wardlow almost fell off the off the. T- uh, Top rope or Turn Off the ropes. Yeah. And uh, they kind of looked at each other and they got back in the ring, but then they went back to it. Right. So you can see it. Eventually, they're not going to be...
0: He's not going to be his henchman anymore. Right? So much longer. All right. Next up, we had Jericho taking on Kanzarian. Uh <clears throat> Jericho employed his old dirty tricks with an eye poke and having Ortiz and Hager work over Kazarian, which Jericho, when oh sorry, not which when Jericho knocked him out of the ring. Kazarian nearly picked up a pinfall though with a huge leg drop. He would then prop up Jericho on the top turnbuckle and hit him with a flux capacitor again, nearly getting pinfall. Jericho would try to hit a code breaker, but Kazarian countered it into the walls of Jericho. MJF and Wardlow ran to ringside with a white towel and appeared that they were going to throw it in, but Sammy Guevara came down and stopped it. Uh, with the commotion going on ringside, Jericho was able to escape the submission hold and nail the Judas effect for the victory. Your thoughts on Jericho beating Kazarian?
2: I mean, with all that commotion, you know, I mean, he's got the inner circle, dude, so yeah, you know, Jericho's set.
0: Right. Well, know. after this match, though, with everything that happened, what appeared to be a throwing in the towel thing um jericho's telling the inner circle that they got to get their act together or he's going to disband it so this is getting kind of yeah i I seen edgy.
2: that too and it's like wow dude so so we'll see what happens with that and you know and go from there
0: yeah so we got <laughs> we got th- it's weird though you got three factions going on at the same time i know it's like um there's just too much going on right now yeah you got you know you got the elite <laughs> the inner circle and then you got the dark order it's all just like what in the world's going on yeah <laughs> oh and then
2: you got the what is the one uh, that they call Cody Rhodes and all of them is it the nightmare that, that,
0: that's the elite
2: they're still part of the elite well yeah but he has his own little thing they're calling it now. Oh, the nightmare or something I don't know probably I don't know
0: but yeah. And well, it, and then you and then you still got Team Taz too. I forgot about that. They yeah. they could still build. There's enough wrestlers. to go It's ready. just like, dude. Yeah. There's so many
2: factions now. It's like not even. What, coo- it's like what's it's going not on? Even cool. At least the NWO was one big faction. Right. Like it was everybody. It wasn't just like oh, we're here, we're here, we're here, we're here. It was one big, you know,
0: mm-hmm. shebang, man. Alright, next up, we had Britt Baker taking on Layla Hirsch. Baker had an early advantage when she managed to superkick Layla and nail her with a DDT, but she didn't cover her for the pinfall. Instead, she chose to trash-talk her opponent, and it nearly cost her the match. Uh, However, Baker survived the onslaught that Layla tried to muster for a victory. Thanks to her distraction from Reba, Baker was able to blast Layla with a twisting neckbreaker and transition that into the lockjaw, forcing Layla to tap out. Your thoughts on this one? Britt Baker... Mm. Oh, she could be my dentist.
2: I don't know, man. I don't want to put, be putting that log on oh, oh.
0: But she can still be my dentist.
2: Definitely, yeah. <laughs> and she's, you know, she's a native Pittsburgh person, so you know, she's a Steelers fan. What's up? How you doing? <laughs> so you know what? Cooper likes her.
0: Yeah. Cooper like. Cooper like a lot. Oh, very much so. He all works. right, let's keep going. So all right, all right, all right. So we had TNT champ Darby Allen, the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes teaming up to take on Team Taz, which features Ricky Starks and powerhouse Hobbs. Allen and Rose started off the match smartly by isolating Starks and keeping him from tagging in Hobbs. However, Starks managed to smack Allen in the face, took off running out of the ring. Allen would give chase, only to be met by a brutal shoulder tackle from Hobbs. This smashed Allen right into the metal barricade. Starks and Hobbs controlled the match from this point with punishment on Darby Allen. However, Allen would finally get away from Team Taz and manage to tag in Cody Rhodes, who would then nail Hobbs with a disaster kick, nearly hit Starks with the car Rhodes, but he countered. Rhodes, though, quickly recovered, hitting a cutter, tagging in Allen, who finished off Starks with a coffin drop to pick up the victory.
2: Man, they're quite the tag team, dude. I, mm-hmm. I enjoyed this match; it was a good one. Yep. But uh, to see to see Taz's boy pick Darby Allen up by his ears, I was like, "Woo!" <laughs> Even the commentary was like, they're "Like, have you ever seen anybody pick up, pick somebody up by their ears and just toss them?" <laughs> and that's exactly what that dude did—just and toss him over his freaking head, dude. I'm like, Ugh. "Right."
0: Despite losing the match though team tellss would again um, regain um, themselves regather themselves I should say and uh, start training to um, attack Darby and uh, Cody Rhodes which then led to uh, Dustin coming down to aid his brother. Uh, and all hell seemed to be breaking loose and then it happens. We get the appearance of the stinger Sting. Oh
2: man! Back on TNT after so many years—nearly two decades off TV. It's, it's like from TNT. It's like, you know what? This solidifies AEW is a big player.
0: Yeah,
2: and, and I don't care what role he plays in AEW. Mm-hmm. To have a man like Sting, the franchise—that—that's going to change the game. I don't care. Like I said, if he if he doesn't wrestle or if he's a manager or whatever they do with him, it's gonna draw a crowd. It's it's just like you know, you bring Ric Flair to Monday Night Raw for one night,
0: mm-hmm. and everybody pops on. Yep. I'm sorry. Every time that man jumps on, you're gonna watch. Yeah. Uh, interesting little side note with Sting's appearance on AEW. He was wearing an AEW Sting shirt. Which uh, sold out the quickest for the uh, company who had wrestling shirts, and that's that's
2: just amazing, dude. Yeah. It just goes to show how many Stinger fans are out there, and
0: we still love Sting. We still love the icon, yep. the franchise. Yes, sir. And finally, we had the number one contender Kenny Omega taking on AEW champ John Moxley, and ironically, in not a stipulation match. Is that right weird this is once again a match that defines this rivalry between moxley and omega these two competitors always bring out the quote-unquote best in each other every time they face off in the squared circle moxley and omega didn't have that special stipulation type match but of course they would still make it a little bit hardcore after hitting the paradigm shift instead of going for the pin moxley went out ringside and grabbed two chairs and placed them inside the ring Omega to take a seat and they would begin striking each other seated in the chairs.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: man.
0: This is crazy, dude. Yeah. Uh, Impact wrestler Don Ch- uh, Callis was ringside um, on the commentator booth um, and when Omega appeared to be injured on the outside, ran up to the ref and tried to tell him that uh, Omega was hurt. Uh, with Callis distracting the ref, Omega would hit Moxley with a microphone busting him wide open. He would then hit Moxley with four consecutive V-triggers and a one-winged angel to pick up the victory and become new AEW champion. Cooper, your thoughts on the championship. Um, This is big news
2: for AEW. Mm-hmm. Because not only after that, when they went to leave, the the you know the interviewer tried to stop them and was like, hey, well, what's up with this? What's up with this? And, you know... And they said you'll find out on Tuesday on Access. Yeah, One you know impact. what that is, right? And Impact. So, are we seeing like a back in the day how we had WCW and New Japan together? Are we seeing TNA and and uh, AEW do a cross promotion thing? It appears to be so. So this is this is pretty big for the wrestling community, dude. It and is. Uh, I can't wait to see what
0: happens with it. It might actually keep Impact viable Yeah, for a little so. bit longer. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. So, as we will find out what happens then on next Tuesday, we might actually have to do a little bit of Impact Talk next week. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think we've
2: ever done any Impact Talk. Not yet. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I used to watch Impact back
0: in the day, like when... Sting was there? Sting was there. <laughs> there you go. So, <laughs> Yeah. All right, man, and finally, we are going to switch gears and, heck, talk about Friday night SmackDown. SmackDown. First up on the docket, we had Kevin Owens challenge Roman Reigns to a tables, ladders, and chairs match at WWE TLC. This is going to be an interesting match. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, I think
2: two big bulls going at it is always interesting, dude, Mm -hmm. because you never
0: know which way it's going to go with it. What helps... Owens, I think, in this match is the fact that it is a tables, ladders, and chairs match. Because and we know how he is with jumping off of shit. Mm-hmm. That me. helps.
2: Yeah, so...
0: That actually helps him. I think if you were thinking about a one-on-one, straight-up, no stipulation match, I don't see Kevin Owens really beating Reigns, but this gives him a better opportunity to challenge Reigns a lot better. Of course, then again, you might just piss the <laughs> the head of the table off enough where... He uses that environment very much against you. Yes, very much so.
2: Because Roman Reigns has got a mean streak to him nowadays. I kind of like this.
0: Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to watch for sure. Absolutely, man. All right, we're going to switch gears and start talking about some matches that happened on Let's Friday Night SmackDown. Do it, brother. First up, we had Natalya taking on Bailey. Tension between Bailey and Natalya, Survivor Series teammates, has been boiling for weeks. And finally reached its peak that culminated in this match. Natalia would end up the victor with a very well-executed sharpshooter for the self-proclaimed role model, Bailey having to tap out. Your thoughts?
2: This is big for Natalia, dude. Yeah. She just tapped out the, you know, longest-reigning SmackDown Women's Champion. So, if that doesn't put her in title contention... At some point. I don't know what does, brother. No, I don't... So, we'll see what happens with this.
0: Absolutely, man. Alright, next up, we had a six-man tag team match that was a tribute to the first-ever Continental Champion and WWE Hall of Famer, Pat Patterson, who recently passed away. The team of Daniel Bryan, Big E, Ray Mysterio took on the team of current Intercontinental Champion, Sami Zayn, Doctor Ziggler, and Shinsuke Nakamura. This match featured five former and the current Intercontinental Champion. Daniel Bryan, though, would get a quick pin of Sami Zayn, getting his team the victory losing team, though, would challenge the winners to come back um, into the ring, only for Sami Zayn and Nakamura to, de- to be dispelled quickly, leaving Ziggler to get a trio of maneuvers from Brian, Mysterio, and Big E. Your thoughts on this tribute match for Pat Patterson?
2: I mean, I, I don't, I don't know what to say, man. Like, you can't really like. How do you feel about this match? Because that match was n- not good enough for Pat Batters. Yep. I think that he's a legend and, you know, the first ever Intercontinental Champion. Yeah. And, uh, that, may he rest in peace, dude.
0: Absolutely, man. It, for real. I mean, the smart thing was for them to have former con- Intercontinental Champions, and of course the current one, Sami Zayn. It's just, they've done so much wrong to the Intercontinental Championship. As of late, it just... It makes it hard.
2: Yeah, it doesn't even really feel like a prestigious title when you've got somebody like Sami Zayn that is just a total douchebag. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I love Sami Zayn, but this character they've got him going as now, where he just don't even look like he gives a shit about anything. Yeah, And that means including just like... His overall feel with the fans, his overall feel with everything. The dude just looks like he
0: doesn't even want to
2: be there, dude.
0: Yeah. I don't know what's going on with him. Maybe he might be just mentally worn out. Yeah, then there's that because it does happen, dude. Yeah. All right, man. Next up, we have Sasha Banks challenging Carmella to a match at WWE TLC for the Women's SmackDown. Women's title. SmackDown Women's title. Ah, I can't speak right now. The two have been at each other since Carmella's official return to WWE television programming with her new persona as the untouchable Carmella. In her return, Carmella has been uh, coming in hard for Sasha Banks and last week, Banks finally got able to return, was finally able to return the favor. Uh, This led to Banks challenging Carmella to a match to what she hopes puts an end to this sudden rivalry. Your thoughts?
2: Yeah, man. I mean, this has all been cultivating and it's finally going to happen. I mean, you can only, you know, sneak up on somebody, beat them up so many times before you finally get the horns. And uh, mm-hmm. I think Saucer's had enough. And uh, Carmella's not going to be ready for it because she going she gonna to take off the nails, take out the weaves. you're going to beat.
0: So, <laughs> Absolutely, man. So there you go. Yep. All right. So then we have uh, a rematch from last week's uh, SmackDown. King Corbin taking on Murphy. With the the help of the Mysterious last week, Murphy was able to pick up victory over King Corbin. However, this week, Corbin was prepared and had protectors of the crown with him in the form of hooded Steve Cutler and Wesley Blake. These two would suddenly attack Ray and Dominic Ringstag, which took Murphy off his game, and Corbin was able to pick up the victory with an end of days. Your thoughts?
2: Can we just get over Corbin already? Like... Yeah. Like, Corbin is just... I had such high hopes for him that he was going to be, like, the next badass. You know what I mean? But he has just fallen, fallen so far from what I thought he was going to be that it's was just like, dude, like, like I could have seen him and Roman Reigns beating the crap out of each other and actually making it look good, but even they faced and I'm like, it's not even what I thought it was going to be. All right. So, I mean... Ah. Leave it
0: to him to have some henchmen to help out with shit. Of course. What I don't like is... The King of the Ring used to be a prestigious tournament. And the past couple of times that they've had it... They've put over somebody There's who shouldn't have been put over. Lackluster.
2: Yeah. Yeah, just like... I mean, and this year's Money in the Bank... The way that went down was... Uh, wow. Well, yeah, the Money in the Bank too. you. You know, you don't... You take away from the prestige when you do stuff like that. So. Yeah.
0: All right, man. And finally, to end the night, we had Kevin Owens teaming up with the former Money in the Bank <laughs> winner, Otis, as they took on Roman Reigns and Jay Uso. Uh, Reigns did not immediately show for the tag match in what appeared to be punishment for Jey Uso's actions from earlier. However, Reigns would join the match and unleash hell on Otis, leading to a possible injury for the big guy, and leaving Owens at a two-on-one disadvantage, when it appeared Owens was going to be able to defy the odds and get the best of Uso, Reigns suddenly entered the ring and locked Owens in the guillotine, leading to the disqualification. Despite the loss, uh, Reigns and Owens would uh, attack. Uh, uh, Reigns and Uso would attack Owens with chairs in response to Owens attacking Uso the prior week. However, Reigns would also lay out Uso for uh, for his recent missteps. Your thoughts on this? Um. Yeah,
2: Roman Reigns better watch out, dude. He can talk that he's he's the head of the table, and you know you can only beat somebody so long before they fight back, and uh, right. You know, uh, I think what it is is more or less they're cousins. So and. Hawaiian heritage or whatever the case might be mm-hmm. he just he takes the beating but uh, <coughs> a man's pride is a man's pride and eventually eventually you're gonna mess with him too much and you're gonna see him fight again or something's gonna happen because uh Roman Reigns can't keep
0: this up <coughs> absolutely man it's getting to the point where you're just like what in the world is he doing um I don't know. It's... I get the storyline. It's interesting, but it's like...
2: To make your own family look like dogs.
0: Yeah. this just... Not cool. No, it's not. So, it's going to be interesting to ha- how far this culminates. Um, we'll, I guess we'll see what happens at TLC. Uh, between Owens and uh, Reigns. Because now it's a no-disqualification match, obviously. Maybe Uso gets tired of Reigns and- Cost in the world, in the Universal Championship. We don't know. Could happen. We'll see what
2: happens, man.
0: WWE has been giving us some curveballs lately, so you never know, it seems like, what could happen. Right.
2: Well, I think, too, they, they can think more creatively now, too, because you're not going from city to city. You're not, you know. Mm-hmm. And I noticed people aren't getting as injured as they were, so.
0: Right. All right, maybe, man. Maybe
2: they're learning a lot from on this whole pandemic too so yeah
0: all right man i believe that covers us for uh, this week in wrestling talk you got anything else you need to add
2: no man that, that's it i it was a good week and uh can't wait for next week i cannot wait the week
1: after
0: next mm-hmm. Ooh, yes buddy <laughs> All right, man. Um, so that does it for us. Be sure to check. Come back tomorrow because you know we're gonna have some baseball talk for you. Yes. We got to cover the NL, uh, NL Central, and the NL West. Uh, of course, we got to talk those Dodgers. Dodgers,
2: Dodgers, Dodgers. Absolutely,
0: baby. man. All right, man. I believe that will do it. So as always, folks, don't forget to keep on I'm talking, talking sports. sports. You okay? I'm tired. Okay. Love y'all. <laughs> have a good night. All right. Peace out, everybody.